0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hallelujah. Look to your left and your right and just welcome somebody to church this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to the new month. Welcome to the month of June. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our focus this morning is on the power of love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's going to be the focus throughout the month. We are going to be speaking about the love of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Is somebody excited about that? Tell your neighbor for me, God loves you. Hallelujah. Tell another neighbor for me, God loves you. Hallelujah. John chapter 3 and verse 16. We know that scripture so well. Can we say it together? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world. You know, it seems to me that a lot of times we read that scripture and we kind of assume that it says God loves Christians. (laughs) Hallelujah. Does it say God loves Christians? God loves the world. God gave his only begotten son for the world. That whoever believes in him. So God loves whoever. God loves the Muslim. God loves the Buddhists. God loves anybody. God loves the traditional worshipers. And God loves the believer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God loves us. God loves us. And that is very, very instructive. Like my pastor will say, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If the head of state loves you today, I'm sure you'll be feeling really very special, isn't it? Hallelujah. No worry, don't look at the entire package. Just one part of it. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God. But it's God, the creator of the universe, the maker of heaven and earth that loves us. Hallelujah. And that, that makes us really, really special. That makes us really, really special. And this month we want to charge you to focus on the love of God for you. So focus on the love love of God, you know, for you. Glory to God. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4, it says, But God, being so very rich in mercy, because of his great love, his great and wonderful love, with which he has loved us. God is so rich in mercy because of his great and his wonderful love, with which he has loved us. So we are not just loved. It's not just little love. Glory to God. It's great love. It's great love. Hallelujah. You know, and when I see um, adjectives in the Bible, I like to pay attention to them. Because now, my, you and I can abuse adjectives because you don't understand English language, maybe to some degree. Hallelujah. But this is God. The Bible says all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Hallelujah. So when God puts great somewhere for emphasis, it means it. Hallelujah. And that is what it means, that God has loved you with a great love. Glory to God. It's a great love. It's a wonderful love with which we have been loved. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Romans chapter 5 and from verse 6. Romans chapter 5. I'm just going to read to us. Hallelujah. From verse um, 5, it says, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which has been given unto us. Verse 6, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died. For who? Christ died for the Christian. Christ died for who? The ungodly. When we were yet without strength, so you did not have any strength at all. I did not have any strength at all. We were all in our weaknesses, in our very lost state. Romans chapter 3 said, all had sinned and come short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. It was in that stage that God loved, loved us. He loved us in our sins, with our sins we were ungodly. Glory to God. When we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. And it goes on to explain in um, verse 7. It says, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet, for a good man, some might dare to die. I know that nobody in this place will die for anybody. <laughs> Glory to God. No matter how very good and cute and nice you are. Glory to God. Am I right or am I right? Glory to God. Well, the Bible says that God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, say, while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for us. Glory to God. It's amazing that now that we are saved, we want to earn the love that we got when we were all, when we were without strength. Amen. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing that now that you are a believer, you think you can now earn that love that was given whilst you were what? A sinner. And then we allow the devil to begin to mess with us. Right? Because he tells you, you have done this, you have done that. You know, you have offended this, you have offended that. And then... You don't qualify for everything that God wants to do. Hallelujah. When He brings His lies and His accusations, we embrace them, but not anymore in the name of Jesus. Not anymore in the name of Jesus. Because God extended this love towards us when we were ungodly. Hallelujah. God showed this love to us when we were what? Ungodly. When we were undeserving. Hallelujah! He died for murderers. He died for cheats. He died for liars. He died for people that will step on the other people, on that other people's toes, without realizing. Amen. He died for the people with the forward mouths. Hallelujah. Amen. He died for us. Hallelujah. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Hallelujah. You know, God could have come up with some plan that required that we should be all that, all good, full of strength before he moves to us to show us how much he can love us. Do you know that? Do you know that? He could have. But to demonstrate the depth of his love for us, whilst we were in that state, ungodly, not right, not cute, hallelujah, hallelujah, Written off, messed up. God loved us. That love was there before you did any act of righteousness. That love was there before you took the first good step. He had always loved you. He had always loved you. And when you mess up now as a son, it doesn't change the fact that he had always loved you. Say, I'm loved of God. I'm loved of God our love for God is not the reason he loves us. Our love for God is not the reason he loves us. There are people that do not love God today. He is for God so love, the world just remains true every single day. There are people that are atheists that have said, God, I don't have any business with you. I don't want you. He still loves them. Glory to God. First John chapter 4 and verse 10 says, Hearing is love. Not that we loved God. So in case you think that it is because you have loved him, that that is why he now loves you, he's saying hearing is love. Get it and get it and get it. Because we need to understand it. That it's not because we loved him. But that he loved us. And he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Hallelujah. Glory to God! That propitiation means is that it was the appeasement. Hallelujah! So those things that we think, you know, turn God up so much, Hallelujah! He loved us regardless of them, and He sent His Son as the atoning sacrifice for those same things, sins. So He's not intimidated by your faults and by your weaknesses. Glory to God! They don't intimidate God. Hallelujah. Because he has paid the sacrifice for them. And he loves you in spite of them. He loves you in spite of your weaknesses. He loves you in spite of where you have been, what you have done. God loves you. Say, God loves me. In spite of me. In spite of what people say about me. God loves me. I am beloved. I am precious. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Say, I'm loved of God. It's not intimidated by our sins. It's completely committed to help you live a life of victory over sin. But not in your own strength, but through the ability that he gives us by his spirit. Through the ability given to us by his spirit. Hallelujah. 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 John chapter 17 and verse 23 God loves the world as much as he loves Jesus Somebody is not excited in church this morning I thought I would set somebody free Hallelujah <laughs> Glory to God yeah. Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free I trust God that God will set us free from every form of condemnation yeah. every form of fear yeah. Hallelujah yeah. that the devil has bound our hearts with Glory to God yeah. That is not allowing us to live the life that we have been called to live. That is not allowing us to express ourselves and be all that we were born to be. Glory to God. John chapter 17 and verse 23 says, I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfect in one, and that the world may know. Hallelujah. That the world may know that thou hast sent me and has, has what? Has loved them. Will love them. Will love them. Has loved them. Glory to God. I in me and thou in me that the world may be made perfect in one. And that the world may know that you have sent me. This is one of Jesus' last prayers. Hallelujah. Before he went to the cross. So it's the words of a dying man. That the world may know. It is important that the world knows that they are already loved by God. That they are not going to love when they get into the family of God. Hallelujah. That the love is available to them already. They only need to reach out and embrace the love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that's the love that the Father has for us. You know, one of the understanding that God, um, um, the illustration that God uh, showed me was the case of Anini the Amroba. How many of you remember Anini in those days? The Amroba, that terrorized the city. It terrorized, you know. And then... Of course, he was condemned to death by firing squad. You know, can you imagine if Anini was saying, I, okay, so at the final, when his case was being decided, Anini falls in love, falls in love with the judge and says, I just love this judge, without making any difference. Without making any difference. He says, I, I'm just, I just love this judge. I just love this judge. Is that going to change his faith? Hallelujah. The only thing that can change his faith is if the judge loves him. But well, I mean Hanini had nothing to give. So here we are. The judge has everything. We all had the death sentence on our heads. We didn't have anything to give. There was nothing we could give. We couldn't, we couldn't, our love couldn't matter. Our love couldn't count. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But because he loved us, he extended his grace to us. He extended his favor to us. And that is the only thing that makes the difference. Are we together? Are we together? When God found us, you had nothing to give to him. What do you want to give to the one that made the world? How do you want to impress him? The first man had messed things up and brought us into a falling state where we were already separated from God. A death sentence was hanging over our heads. But in his love, in his love, he turned around and looked at man and made a way of escape for us. And the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish. It's for whoever would not perish but have everlasting life. And that is why the Bible is clear to explain to you that this is love, That not that you loved him. Your loving him couldn't have changed anything. It was his loving you that made all the difference. It was God's love for you that made all the difference. And as a believer, that love is still what continues to make the difference. It's about his love for you. And we need to know that. And we need to be persuaded about that. And we need to view life from that, um, um, with that perspective that we are loved of God. That we are loved of God. That we are forgiven. That no matter my faults, no matter the things that I'm struggling with today, I'm loved of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 5, that we read, it says the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. This same love. This same love that had nothing to do with how good you have been, how kind you have been. I remember there was when we were growing up in church those days, you know, one of the choir members came to me. He said, I've been trying to receive the Holy Ghost. She was crying. I've been trying to receive the Holy Ghost. I've been trying to receive the Holy Ghost. Sister Lagbaja is filled with the Spirit. When Lagbaja is filled with the Spirit. And they don't walk in this church as much as I do. They don't do this as much as I do. Because she thought that the gift of the Holy Ghost had anything to do with the work she was doing in God's house. She thought she could earn the gift of the Holy Ghost by her works. The last person that tried and offered money. You know, sometimes we are not offering money. We are offering works. We are offering works. And we are thinking we should deserve it. Because we have done this much. But it's not about us. It's not about me. It's about the love of God. It's about the love of God for me. It's about the love of God for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go back to that Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, glory to God, Romans chapter 5, hallelujah, glory to God. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Hallelujah. If we have been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Verse 10. It says, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more, say much more. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by what? His life. We shall be saved by his life. If his death brought us salvation, now that we are now in the family, glory to God, his life will save us. We are now reconciled to him, and we are saved by his life. Glory to God. Romans chapter 8 and verse 32. Is somebody learning something this morning? Romans chapter 8 and verse 32. I read from verse 31. It says, what shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his only son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also do what? Freely give us all things. Hallelujah. 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 He that spared not what? He didn't have lots of them. He had his only son. He spared not his only son. It's a demonstration of the extent to which, you know, God was willing to go, you know, to rescue man from his state. And it was a demonstration of the depth of his love for humanity. If he spared not his only son, how shall he not with him also freely give us what? All things. That also means that there's nothing that you want in this life that you cannot have. There is nothing that you desire, <laughs> hallelujah, that you, you, you cannot have. There's a man of God that says that, you know, you should go past your needs, that God wants you to go past just meeting your needs. He wants to give you the things that you desire, <laughs> hallelujah. He wants to give you what you want, hallelujah. Because if he spared not his only son, he loves you enough to be able to give you anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The love of God brought us into sonship. We are not just loved of God. That love brought us what? Into what? Sonship. First John chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. So that you know who you are. You know who you are. Your identity is not just from your natural family. Glory to God. You know, some of us, we look at ourselves and say, there's nothing, 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 nothing. In my family, nothing, nothing. We are just, you know, the poorest of the poorest of the poorest. But thank God, because in Christ Jesus, we are made sons of God. We are made sons of God. Glory to God. I remember when I got into banking, my first concern was God. <clears throat> Don't let me, then put me in marketing. Of course, now I know better. But at least that was one of the initial concerns that I had. Because if I look to the left and the right, there's nobody in my family that can give any money that can make any sense. That's the kind of family I came from. But thank God, because the love of God has brought us into sonship. And some of us are from from those kind of families. But the Bible says in 1 John 3, from verses 1, it said, Behold what manner of love has the Father bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knew us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Now, say now. Now. I'm a son of God. You're not saying it like you mean it. Now. I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God. Says, behold, what manner of love is this? What kind of love is this? That God has showered on us, bestowed on us, that we should be called his sons. Do you know what that means? That you are a son of the most high God, creator of heaven and earth. The one that sets up kings. The one that removes kings. Hallelujah. The one that is, oh my God. Hallelujah. Tell somebody for me you are so special. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when we shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Glory to God. It does not yet appear what you shall be. Because you are a son of God. You can't look at yourself, look at your past and say that you dictate your future. No. Glory to God. When you see him, you will be like him. Hallelujah. When you see him, you'll be like him. And not just when we see him in glory when Jesus comes, when we see him in the word, it says as we behold his face as in the glass, we are being changed into the same image, from glory to glory, even by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I don't care what your background is, I don't care where you came from. As you see him, you will be changed into the same image. You will move from one level of glory to another. Because love has brought you into sonship. Behold. Oh, now are you the sons of God. Hallelujah. And as sons, God has put his spirit within you. God has put his spirit within you. Romans chapter 8 and from, from verse 14. He says, as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I could also read that to say the sons of God have been given the spirit of God to lead them. Hallelujah. You are not alone. You've been given the Holy Spirit. And it goes further, that not only are you going to be led by the Spirit, have divine direction, know what to do, know where to go, know how to deal wisely in the affairs of life. It also says you have not received the spirit of bondage again of fear. You have not received the spirit of bondage again of fear. Fear of failure, fear of death, fear of rejection, fear of sickness, fear of curses, fear of whatever. Glory to God. It's the spirit of of the enemy that keeps us in bondage. It's not the spirit of God. You have not received the spirit of bondage, of fear. And that love has brought you to sonship. He has also imparted the spirit into you. You have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby you can cry, have a father. God is father. God is father. It's not just your job. Your feet and tell three people. For me, God is my father. He has sent the spirit of His Son into your heart, whereby you can cry, my Father, my Father, have a father. Have a father." Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Is a father. Is a father. Is a father. He is a father. The father that I have is. I go to hallelujah the father that i have is better than any earthly father i've got a father hallelujah glory to jesus glory to jesus we have a father we have a father glory to god he has given us the holy ghost he has not given us as you may be seated he has not given us the spirit of fear but of love of power as a spirit of power See, i've got the spirit of power I mean, say, I've got the spirit of power. The people here, I don't know whether they have another spirit. But if you know you've got the spirit of power, I want you to shout it. I've got the spirit of power. I've got the spirit of power. You have supernatural abilities. You have supernatural abilities. The Bible says unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Above all you can ask, above all you can think, above all you can imagine, according to the power that is inside of you. It's a spirit of power. There's a spirit of power inside of you. Hallelujah. There's a spirit of power inside of you. You've got power. You have been allowing the wrong people to say they've got power. They've got nothing. They've got booze. Glory to God. But we've got power have got power power that can bring change power that can bring victory power that brings transformation hallelujah we can look death in the face and say we will still be standing we are not going anywhere hallelujah 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 i remember i was going to have my child one time and the woman the doctor was hysterical have you seen a hysterical doctor The doctor that is supposed to be in charge and say this is what needs to be done. When your doctor goes nuts and goes crazy. And goes so crazy that he cannot handle your procedure anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At a point I said, doctor, you've got to keep saying the right things. I don't like what I'm hearing. You've got to keep saying the right things. And right there and then I knew I had to take my destiny in my hands. Glory to God. But thank God because we've got the spirit of power. Because we are loved of God. He has put his spirit within us. He has put his spirit within us. We don't just have the spirit of power, we have the spirit of a sound mind. We have the spirit of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We have the spirit of a sound mind. The spirit of God inside of us. The Bible says that we have been given the mind of Christ because we are loved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ so we can make sound judgments whether in business if you don't like where you are you don't like what your finances are looking like you don't like where you are you can begin to declare I've got the spirit of power I've got the spirit of a sound mind because God loves me God loves me and because God loves me things are turning around because God loves me things are turning around because God loves me light comes to me I have illumination I have understanding I know what to do I know how to deal wisely in the affairs of life. Glory to God. That is how we do God. Glory to God. When you don't know what to do, when you have no clue, you're wondering, you just begin to affirm the truth of God's word because the truth is greater than the fact. The fact might be that you don't seem to know, but thank God deep inside of you, there's a Noah inside of you. There's a Noah inside of you. The Holy Ghost inside of you knows all things. He knows all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He knows the mind of Christ. And he helps the saints to pray according to the will of God. And to download the plans of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because we are sons of God, we are heirs of God. We are heirs. Heirs of God. All things are yours. All things are yours. All things are yours. All things are yours. You are heirs of God. Hallelujah. 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 Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7, it says, and because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then a heir of God through Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. The love of God brought us home, brought us into sonship. And also, because we are sons, we are heirs of God. Hallelujah. We are heirs of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 17 still says the same thing. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Glory to God. I don't know if you understand what it means to be a heir. Amen. It means that if somebody passes, the right, you have a right to inherit the person's goods. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. God. We are heirs of God. We are heirs of God. We are heirs of God. Hallelujah. We have a right to what he has. The Bible says the cattle upon a thousand hills belongs to God. The earth it is the laws of fullness thereof. You are heads of all that. Glory to God. And that is why things should answer to you. Say things should answer to me. Because I'm loved of God already. Because I'm loved of God already. The love of God brought us grace and righteousness. Romans chapter 5 and verse 17. Those that have received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. We have received abundance of grace. Hallelujah. From 517, can we read it together? For if by one man's offense, death reigns through the one, much more, those who receive what? Abundance of grace and what? The gift of righteousness will reign in life through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, when I was thinking of this, one of the thoughts that came to my heart is, He loved me when I was ungodly. He paid the price to set me right. Hallelujah. And that is why I have right standing with him. He gave that to me as a gift. That's righteousness. It means you have right standing with him. He did everything to make you right. He did everything to give you access. He He did everything to bring you to himself. To bring you home, to make you family, to make you son. He did everything. He has done everything he needs to do. Hallelujah. 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 So he has brought that love, has brought you grace. It has brought you unmerited favor. Favor that we don't deserve. Can call it undeserved favor, unmerited favor. Or the willingness of God to use his ability on our behalf. Hallelujah. Do you know that God is willing to use his power on your behalf? Do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? That God is willing to use his power on your behalf. And you must know that for yourself. Not just that God is willing to use his power when my pastor calls on him. But because I'm loved. Because I'm loved. I have received abundance of grace. Say because I'm loved. I've received abundance of grace. And the gift of righteousness, I've received abundance of grace, and the gift of righteousness. Right? Righteousness talks about having a right standing with God, being able to stand before God without feeling inferior. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Being able to stand before Him boldly, say boldly, Bold. not timidly. That is why Hebrew says, "Let us therefore come what boldly to the throne of what grace." That we might obtain mercy and find grace to help. Each one of us, we have given our lives to Jesus. You can come boldly because you are loved. When somebody loves you, you come into their presence without what? Any sense of inferiority. Is that not true? When you know that this guy is in love with me. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about? You are righteous before (laughs) them. Is that not true? Is that not true? You are righteous. You have right standing. In fact, you can overstand because you know that you are loved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That it is. You are loved of God. I mean, and there's no demonstration of love that a man has shown towards you that that compares with the manner of love that God has bestowed on us. There's no demonstration of love. Be it fatherly love, motherly love, there's no expression of it. I mean somebody says I should come and die for my child now it's going to be a hard day thank God Jesus died so that mothers can live <laughs> and fathers can live and aunties and uncles can live we can all live hallelujah hallelujah but that talks about the depth of the love of God that has brought us what? grace or merited favor we can believe for things that we don't deserve hallelujah we can believe for what? We can believe for merited favor. I still continue to be wowed by the story, the story of Joseph. I can't wait to see him in heaven. I say, how did you tell me about it? But I'm trusting God that before I get there, I will have my own stories of favor. That I'm going to say, you know, I heard your story. I thought it was the biggest thing. Until mine showed up. Glory to God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. 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 How many people like that? You know, you felt story, Joseph's story was the biggest thing until your own storage came up. Hallelujah. How God showed you favor that you don't deserve. Because he did not deserve all that kindness that he got in that day. He had nothing to do with him. It was just God demonstrating how rich, how lavish, how extravagant it can be in his love for us. Glory to God. Glory to God. And we need to be persuaded about that love. Hallelujah. That love brought you into the family of God. So you are sons, you are family. Hallelujah. We are family. Individually, collectively, we are one body, we are family. Say, we are family. We are family. Hallelujah. So we are king's word family, not just because we worship in King's word. No. We are a member of his spirit, we are a member of his flesh and of his bones. We are one body, we are one family. Glory to God. That's what love did. I don't know if you know what love did. Love brought you into oneness with God. It brought you into oneness with God. Hallelujah. So stop looking at you. Look at yourself and say, I'm one with God. Look at yourself. Look, some people are still looking at me. Look at yourself and say, I'm one with God. I'm one with God. I'm one with God. It brought you into oneness with him. It brought us into family with him. Apostle Paul said, for this cause I bow my knees unto the father of our Lord Jesus, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is names. The Bible also says, you are no more strangers and foreigners. But fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. Glory to God. So you are not alone, people of God. You are not alone. You are not alone. Maybe there's somebody in church today that says, oh, I don't have a father and I don't have a mother. You have God and you have us. We are family. We are family. You're not a stranger. You are one with the saints of God. You belong to the family of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We bear his name. <laughs> Hallelujah. I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. My name is Tayeh Adelah Jehovah. We are called by his name. We are called by his name. We are named by his name. We are members of his family. We are one with him because we are loved. And that means you're special. That means you're special. Stop looking at you. Stop allowing devils to speak to you. Stop listening to the condemnation that comes from Satan. Oh, when I mess up, what do I do? Turn to him and ask him to help you. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus met that woman in adultery. And they said, oh, this is what the Lord said. He said we should stone her to death. Stone her to death. Stone her to death. Then they brought that woman to Jesus naked. That people are bad, though. Caught in the very act. Say, this is the woman, the evidence. Let's see what Jesus will say. Then the Bible records that Jesus continued to look to the ground and he continued to make some, you know, right on the ground. You know, and he, when he was going to speak, he said, whoever has not, cast, has not um, committed any sin, let him cast the first word. So if you want to stone to death, if you have not committed any sin, cast the first one. Said one by one. Say one by one. 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 Each by each. They left. And it remained that woman. Only the woman was standing. And Jesus said, has anyone condemned you? He said, I don't condemn you. He said, but go and sin no more. He's not changed. That's still who he is. That's still what the love of God is all about. Hallelujah. That is what the love of God is all about. That even in that sin, he's only saying repent. Repent. Begin to lean to grace. The reason some of us have been struggling is because we have been trying to get it right by ourselves. Hallelujah. We have been trying to solve it by willpower. Amen. But it's not by Gideon, it's not by Isha. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says the kingdom of God is as a man should cast seed in the ground. And should sleep night and day. He does not know how. But that seed will bring forth fruit of itself. First the blade, then the hair, then the full falcon in the hair. How do I deal with sin? Keep exposing yourself to the word of God. That says you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That says you have victory over sin that says you have been crucified with Christ, it is no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives in you and the life you live, you live by the faith of the son of God, who loved you and gave himself for you. Begin to read scripture that says, I don't yield my members as instruments of unrighteousness, but I yield myself to God. You read scriptures that says, you are no longer a slave to sin. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You read scriptures that says, you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Tell me, dead man, where this situation, where this thing is concerned, I've been crucified with Christ. A dead man cannot sin. Have you seen a dead man sin? They stole somewhere, they said it was the dead man that sinned. Yeah, say, I'm a dead man. Love brought you into that place. It brought you into that place of victory over sin, over flesh. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, I'm loved of God. I'm loved of God. And what's our response to that love? Yo, okay, before that, says that his love has brought us victory over all things. Hallelujah. Say, I have got victory. At the beginning of prayer, we talked about victory, that in this month of June, we have victory, right? And we should step into the month. Hallelujah. Knowing that we have victory. We have victory because we are loved. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 from verse um, 31. Hallelujah. Let me just read Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. We have victory. From verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, talking about trouble, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for slaughter. He says, nay, in all these things. Verse 37. Nay, in all these things. Say, in all these things in all those things. In all those things. The school fees are yet to be paid. The house rent is yet to be paid. In all those things, we are more than conquerors. I have an issue in my health. In all those things, we are more than conquerors. Through him that what? Loved us. We have victory because we are loved. We have victory because we are loved. Say, I have victory because God loves me. I have victory because God loves me. Hallelujah. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 16, what is our response to this love? 1 John chapter 4 verse 16 as I begin to round up. Hallelujah. We're going to read that together. One, two, three, go. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God. And God in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says we have known it. How many people know it today that God loves them? Hallelujah. You know what you're still going to do? You're still going to go back home and get into the scriptures? Hallelujah. And feed on them. We have known. We have believed the love that God has for us. You know, when the devil brings condemning thoughts to you, what he's asking you is that, do you know that God loves you? It's a question of an understanding of the love of God. Are we together? Are we together? That is what is being questioned. That is what is being questioned. Do you know that God loves you? That is what Satan is asking you. Or that what he's telling you is that God doesn't love you. He's more concerned about that sin. But God is more interested in you. He is the sacrifice for the sin. He cannot be overwhelmed by the sin. I don't know if you get it. I don't know if you get it. He is the sacrifice. He is the sacrifice. He is the payment. He was the payment that was made to appease God on your behalf. He's not intimidated by what you have done. He's only going to say to you like that, woman. Go and say no more. Hallelujah. And he's only going to give you a charge. Get into the word. According to Mark chapter 4, the soul swear, the word. Get into that word and become a sower. Hallelujah. Get into that word and become a sower and keep sowing the word of God on your in your heart concerning the areas where you're weak. Keep planting the seed of God's word in your heart, and before you know it, it's gone. The desires are gone. You don't know when they left, but they left. Hallelujah. You don't know how, but they left. I don't know how, but they did it. Hallelujah. And that will be the song, I don't know when he did, but I know all those desires have left me. Oh, I'm caught up with this habit, I smoke, I do this, I drink, I humanize. I can't help myself, I can't hold myself. Just get into the word. I've been crucified with Christ. I've been crucified with Christ. I've been crucified with Christ. He's no longer I who lives, Christ lives in me. I'm loved of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I am loved by God. God commended his love towards me while like when I was a sinner, Christ died for me. And if he saved me, when I was dead in my sins by his life, much more. Been- the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Ital Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email? KMI Africa at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-0000640.